Kevin, I just want to let you know, I acknowledge you. And welcome back to the Mod Squad Network. Layeth the squad down. I am your host, Kevin. Joining me as always is Steve. What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Oh, uh, we're we're doing good over on this end. I know that. How about yourself, man? Uh, I can't complain. Go and check out my TikTok, uh, where I recently uploaded a video of me with like 20 clips going, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. <laughs> it's just a, a whole bunch of me saying, hey, everybody, because that's apparently how I start every video. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everyone. How we doing? Well, this is a wrestling recap and review show, so let's start it all off with Raw. Edge and Beth Phoenix opened up the show to a huge ovation. We saw a recap of, the, of what the judgment did at Extreme Rules to the Rated R Superstar. Naturally, the heel faction came out to respond. This segment took a long time to get to Phoenix laying out a challenge for a mixed tag match at Elimination Chamber. Right. With with Edge and herself versus Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor, <laughs> and they accepted. They accepted. That's right. How could they? How could they not accept? Exactly. Of course they accepted. Uh, a little bit of a brawl comes out, and then uh, Dawkins from the Street Profits comes out for the save because there's a match between Dawkins and Priest coming up next. For the, uh, I believe, the Elimination Chamber qualifying match, which will be happening this week. That is right. And the winner of that match, of course, Damian Priest. Dawkins ain't winning that match. I would have, I could have, could have cared less about either of them winning. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like Priest. I like. Um, I think I, I've he never, be I've the never. Leader. I've never liked Priest. I I, really? I did not like I did not like Priest in NXT. I think the walking from light to light gimmick is dumb. If you cannot practice it enough, that you know your pacing. Uh, when when one light is fading and you see him walking to the next spot where he is supposed to be, uh, it takes <laughs> out. Uh, I think the the archer uh, bow onto the screen uh, is also uh, particularly dumb because once again, if you cannot get the timing. It just looks ridiculous. That's true. I'm not. True. I'm not a fan of Damien. Uh, the only thing that's cool about him uh, is is his finisher, and that's uh, that's about it. The uh, the basically the razor's edge is basically what it is. Yeah, and I'm so much of an asshole. I was thinking of Baron Corbin with End of Days. <laughs> that's how shitty. That's how that's how shitty of a wrestler I think uh, Damian Priest is. I'm just comparing him to Baron Corbin. Oh, speaking of Corbin, he has a matchup next against Dexter Loomis. Uh, this was a this this was not a good match because a it's Baron Corbin, uh, but Loomis gets the win. Loomis of gets course. the win. And then, uh, then there's some backstage segment, but I think what ends up happening is I think JBL essentially just says, I'm not endorsing you as, as a future wrestling, wrestling god. Wrestling god, yeah. Which uh, I think wait. I think nope. that could it may start to be a turn, a face turn for Corbin, maybe. No, this is this is simply WWE giving up all hope that they had for Baron Corbin and any good storyline they might have possibly had for him. That's yeah. all it is. 
I got you. That's that's what I that's what I take it as. They may they may be doing a face turn, which I think would be the worst thing that they could do for Baron Corbin because that dude is not a good face. He's barely a good heel. Yeah. So, he, oh my! I, I tell you what, Baron Corbin, my wife, she, she he has go leave the room. My heat. wife. He has leave the room heat with my wife. Like she she hates him. Like can't stand him. Uh, next we have Carmella versus Piper Niven versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae. Uh, the returning I'm so, Carmella. Actually, I'm so over. Returning. I'm so over Mellow. I'm so over Mellow. Yeah, but and she just got back, and I'm already over her. Yeah, this is for a spot in the el- elimination chamber, and um, Carmella wins. Which I get it. I mean, Piper can't. Piper's not going to win the Elimination Chamber, so why have her win? Yeah, but Mia uh, Yim this? definitely could. Yeah, and I do. I've I've always liked Mia Yim. Always. There's a reason Mia why Yim. they call her the HBIC. Like, I get it. Uh, following that up, we have the Alpha Academy versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric. Shush! Shush! Shush, shush, please. Uh, MVP actually accompanied uh, Shelton and Cedric to the ring for this, so they, it looks they like keep, they keep teasing us with a with a hurt business return, and it's not going to happen because almost <laughs> has to be out of the picture, and Bobby Lashley ain't going to do it. I'm probably scaring the shit out of my shrimp. Um, I I keep going. I get- I'm sorry. I get it. Uh, Alexander and Benjamin for the win. Alexander and Benjamin. Oh, and this one, Oscar versus Chelsea Green. Is it is it me or does Chelsea Green give you give off? Um, oh my Just god, the bitchiest vibes ever. Yes, like she's I, I'm so not surprised. annoying. I am not surprised can considering who she is married to. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's she's married to um who is she married woo, to? Woo woo woo. Oh yeah, that's right, Zack Ryder. Yeah, that right, that piece of garbage, Matthew Cardona. <laughs> not a oh. fan. Not a fan of Matt Cardona. Let it be publicly known. Not a fan of Matt Cardona. I'll tell you personally why later. All right, uh, but uh, the winner of this match, Oscar. Is Oscar. Yeah, it, it definitely. Oscar. Is definitely Oscar. No way should Chelsea be winning against Oscar. Then next we have Elias versus Montez Ford for a spot in the elimination chamber. Uh, But actually before that, we had Cody Rhodes delivering a promo about WrestleMania to which Paul Heyman comes out. Now, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. I was going to completely skip over this promo until mm-hmm. Heyman came out. The minute I saw Heyman stepping in the ring, I was like, okay, I'm gonna see what Heyman has to say. I am a big I am a big advocate of Paul Heyman. I am a big fan of Paul Heyman. I will almost always listen to what that man has to say. And boy was this promo fire. Oh it was it 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 hit a lot of truths. It, it, a lot of truths, a lot of behind-the-scenes truths about when Paul Heyman was running ECW. He hired Dusty Rhodes when they had no money uh, and gave Dusty Rhodes another shot, uh, which helped elevate. And, and It wasn't even Lawrence another Maine. shot. It was just it was just a one-off where he came oh, yeah. and paid him a big amount of money. 
But it put the the Rhodes name out there again to where eventually sure. WWE rehired him for NXT and stuff like that. But it, it, it was one of those promos that uh, it came off as authentic and real, but I don't, it, it was meant to oh, be. Oh, it was way. a scripted. Yeah, it was it 100% was. a scripted, a scripted yeah. promo, as all promos are within the WWE. But you have someone who's a natural like Paul Heyman working with someone who actually does have talent. I'm not saying that Cody Rhodes is bad at cutting promos. I'm saying that the last couple promos that Cody Cody Rhodes has cut have not been the finest in my personal opinion. I agree. Uh, And this, this is great. I called up my buddy and I was like, I want to know what Dusty and Dustin's nickname for Paul Heyman are. And my buddy, my buddy just goes, you know what? I don't think there are nicknames. I think Uh. that was purely, I think that was purely for the mic. I think that was purely for the people, but I, you know what? Hook, line, sinker right here. Because right away I was like, I want to know what Dusty Rhodes called Paul Heyman. Like, Well, that, that type of promo that they were giving, uh, where it's supposed to hit you in the feels, is perfect mm-hmm. for like Cody, who is an emotional person who can almost cry on demand, which uh, you can see it in just a lot of his prom- past promos. Um, he's very emotional. Paul Heyman even uh, started, it gave a little teary look you know like he was about to cry at at a couple points so it was very it was that a great promo it worked well for the two characters i i can't and it sets up it sets up well for what's coming at wrestlemania it does but uh following the promo we have montez ford versus elias and uh montez ford wins montez ford it was it was a decent match it was a decent match. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't the match of the night or anything, but it was it was a good match. Then to follow everything up, Bailey versus Becky Lynch. This is our main event. This is our main event. In a cage. And then cage. something something happens in the main event that I do not understand the rhyme nor the reason. I do not either. It is a great match. EO and Dakota's get involved uh, when Becky tries to climb over. And then all of a sudden, Lita's music hits and comes out and tries to and defends them. And- this is the dumbest thing. She yeah. jumps on the cage to get EO and then grabs her to jump to the floor to pull her off. You didn't need yeah. to jump on the cage. You could have yeah. just ran up, grabbed her, and pulled her off. Like. But- you gotta gotta have that showmanship. No yeah, Lita, and then, she, and then she hits the twist of fate, yeah. the move of her ex boyfriend who's currently on television, who's yeah. not allowed to hit that move due to <laughs> contractual obligations. <laughs> but yeah, she hits the twist of fate on. I think it was EO, and it was um, it was EO. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. They had this great spot where the door is open. Mm-hmm. And Bailey gets pushed towards it and she eats the post instead. Mm-hmm. It would have been the better spot to have her tiger roll through the fucking ropes to the outside winning the match. But instead, Lita, she gets comes, the, out. Lita comes out, gets the cage door smashed in Bailey's face, and then Becky gets and then the Becky, win. Becky gets the win. So dumb. Yeah. yeah. But that is raw. That, that is wrong. Is, I'm curious wrong. to see. And there was this huge hug hug fest with Lita and Becky, to which I'm suspecting a turn. Because usually when there's that much of a freaking hug fest, I think Lita's gonna turn on Becky. I'm I, it, well, it just, well, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, who 
Who cares? It was that, but that's that's that's. Wrong. I think I think I think Bailey should be champ. I think Bailey should have already beat Bianca Belair. She should have beat her within the first two or three matches, having damage control just hold all of the gold within the women's division for what they it, need on that televised program. If they uh, want to elevate damage control, they need to have Bailey holding a belt. It's so ridiculous. Uh, but either way, that that was that. What what do we get on Friday Night SmackDown? Well, Friday Night SmackDown opens up with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman uh, attempts to stop the bleeding within the bloodline as uh, he's delivering a promo, and Sami Zayn shows up. And basically, Sami Zayn says, "I'm not going to take my frustration out on you. I'm going to beat Roman." That's right. It was a good. It was a good promo. Uh, Sami Zayn, huge pop right now. Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn is huge over. Yes, I mean, I love the new shirt now. Instead of saying Sami, Sami Uso, it has the uh, like a uh, tape look to it and Zayn written on it, kind of mm-hmm. like Kevin Owens' shirt says. KO. A little, a little bit of a, a KO look there. Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, and we not haven't saying. seen K- KO. We have not seen KO since um, the beatdown of KO. So, I'm just saying. Then we have Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus Hit Row. Uh. And then and then McIntyre and Sheamus win. And then we get this weird, stupid promo from the Viking Raiders that we can just go right past. Yeah. It was... As they are as they are still just giving us wish list Max the Impaler. Yeah, it was just it, it, it is boring match and we had Lacey Evans also also in a squash match look I am not a fan with what they're doing with Lacey Evans I have not been a fan of Lacey Evans since NXT I did like her in NXT but other than that I've never since, liked I've never liked Lacey Evans I did not like since, her southern bell gimmick I do not like anything she does ever since she's been in on the main roster it's been just straight garbage or as but, we say, as we say in the industry, the drizzling shit. Shit. Yes. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's right. I, I don't like her because she's she's just doing a secondhand Roman because she comes out and she goes, stand up and salute me. Like, get out of here. We're yeah. already acknowledging the tribal chief on the <laughs> island of relevancy. We do not have time to stand up and salute you as well, Lacey Evans. GTFO. We we've we've had a couple backstage segments with uh, Paul and uh, Jimmy, who uh, still can't get a hold of his brother. He's tried calling him; he, it's going straight to voicemail. And and his, and Jay Jay has got to defend. Uh, yeah, they got to defend the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships uh, versus uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman. I'm sorry, the SmackDown. I, yeah, I was about to say I don't know what you're talking about. They yeah. are purely defending only the SmackDown. Yeah. The SmackDown Championships versus Ricochet and Braun Strowman. Uh, so Jimmy comes out by himself. Braun Strowman and Ricochet are there, and the announcers are about to announce the match. Rick- and then- Ricochet looks so confused. He's like, "Well, we gotta what wrestle one guy? Like, like yeah. it isn't the biggest opportunity of your lifetime to be in a handicap match to win the belts? You should be excited, dude. It's only one guy. And right before they ring the bell, Jimmy points to the stands. And Jay is coming down the stands with his belt. That's right. So that's right. 
they defend and Jimmy, Jimmy and Jay seem to be on the same page. They get through the match because they win it. That's right. They win it. It, it was Successful actually defending. A, it was actually a really decent match. Um, I'm loving the storyline because after the match, they kind of go their separate ways. And you get to see a backstage segment where Jay is walking through the the trucking area. He's walking through the trucks and he gets to one spot. And who's standing there? Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn's like, look, I, I, I'm going to be leaving soon. I just, I didn't get a chance to tell you thank you. Um, but I want you to know, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you. That's and, right. He goes, and he goes, and, and you know, eight days in Elimination Chamber, we're going to see something that you've wanted to see for a really long time. We're going to see Roman fall. But to do that, you know, you 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 got to make a choice of of where we're going mm-hmm. and what we're doing. Yeah, he kind of laid it out. He says, "You know who Roman is and what he's all about." Uh, you know, you see the negatives, so and you see what I'm about. So, and he gave the little, he gave him his fist, and Jay gave him the fist bump. So, I, I I'm loving the hey, story. He's gonna he's gonna turn on Sammy. We all know. I love where they're going, but we know that he's absolutely going to pick his brother over I, I, Sammy Zayn. I agree, but it was it was a good good. It's a segment. good promo. It's a good it's a good promo. It's a good segment. It's a good storyline of where we are and where we're going. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ronda Rousey returned to SmackDown Friday night, interrupting an in-ring promo between Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Uh, Shotzi failed to make the save during this uh, beatdown. That and, yawn uh, was completely unintentional of you talking about Ronda Rousey. Uh, <laughs> Moments later, we get Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green battled uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan in a tag team match. Uh, of course, Morgan and Rodriguez win. I mean, Green, Green, look. I don't know I, I, why I don't know why you would want your last name to be green in an industry where green means horrible. Yeah, it's it's so so bad. I like, really don't I really don't like Chelsea. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I I'm not a fan of Chelsea Green. When she got let go from NXT, I was like, "Who? I don't even know who that is." Like they weren't even using her on TV. Look, uh, I don't like built- her character. I don't like her gimmick. I don't like her shush. I don't like her outfit. I don't like. <laughs> I just. I don't I, like uh, anything about her. Okay, I, there's one thing I do like about her. She has some killer legs. She has some Stacy Keebler legs. I will I'll take Stacy. I well, I was about to say I will take Stacy Keebler over Chelsea Green any oh, day. And I that's would even, too. That's even 50 year old Stacy Keebler now. 50 year old <laughs> Stacy Keebler who dated George Clooney. Stacy Keebler. I will take over over Chelsea Green any day. I get it. I get it. Uh, then the main event is the fatal four way for the number one contenders match for the intercontinental champion. Oh God. Ship. Get up out of here. <sighs> yes. We have uh Riddick Moss, Ray Mysterio, carrying cross. And, uh, Oh, what is, I can't pronounce. Did you say Riddick name? Moss it, name is Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss. Sorry. It was Who's Riddick Moss. Uh, I think it used to be Riddick Moss. Oh, uh, I've always known him as Madcap. Madcap Moss, Ray he was, Mysterio, I think it was Riddick in um, and, I think he was Riddick in NXT. Santos Escobar. Yeah, Santos Escobar. Uh, I really, I really liked 
this very small moment that they had in the ring between Karrion Cross and Santos Escobar, where Santos or where Karrion looks at Santos and goes, hey, I know Lucha as well, which is funny <laughs> because they were both on Lucha Underground. And yeah. I think that's what that might have been a small little reference Not... to. Yeah, I get it. But uh, yeah, the winner between all those big names Get and one, and one out of here. Moss. Madcap Moss. Because Karrion Cross and Santos Escobar are brawling on the outside <laughs> that he gets the, the pin on Mysterio. I, of all the people that I of, didn't, I would have rather Mysterio won. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, uh, oh, Mysterio would have been a great choice. Can you Gunther? imagine Mysterio versus um Gunther? It would have been great. Oh, oh my god. I would have it's... I would have liked Santos Escobar versus Gunther. I it's think that... that would have been an amazing Even match. Cross, the two big They're giants. Two big giants. The Madcap is the worst of the worst that you could have had oh. win this match. Uh, but uh that's what we got. Madcap Moss wins to Good close Lord. SmackDown. With his with his girlfriend Emma. They bring Emma back, and all they do is make... She's not even wrestling. She was at least wrestling on Impact. Anyways, uh, it was a weak, weak segment for uh, SmackDown. It was a weak close for SmackDown. Raw was a better show, in my opinion, um, this week for WWE. Uh, but that is it for WWE. What do we have and for some AE jobs? I got no match of the week for WWE because there was hey, no match that really entertained mm, me. That no, much. my match of the week is definitely coming from AEW. Uh, so we have uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite, uh, in which we start uh, the show off with MJF versus uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. Man, you got me fucking up names now. <laughs> Kanosuke Takeshita. Hey, at least we did. <laughs> hey, we didn't talk about Solo Sequoia at all. Yeah, no Solo Sequoia this week. Uh, MJF versus Takeshita was a really great back and forth. Um, Takeshita, once again, a very talented person in the ring. MJF, also very talented. Yes. Um, MJF, of course, picks up the win. Listen, the clothesline from the top rope to where MJF lands Lands on it. Feet. Woo! I was like, holy shit. That was, that was an amazing move. I would not expect MJF was, to pull off, to be it honest. It was a great back and forth. Um, we have uh, next up the Bunny versus Jamie Hayter in a uh, random tournament qualifying match. Hater's of course, of course, the haters gonna hate, and of course, haters gonna pick up the win. Mm -hmm. Haters gonna win. <laughs> uh, we get the uh, Starks Gauntlet going through the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, he successfully beats the Revolution is televised. Uh, <laughs> he successfully beats uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand uh, Angelo. Uh, coming on out is uh, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia, mm -hmm. in which Ricky is 100% getting, uh, getting the, the jump, and he, he's getting the better of them. And mm -hmm. then a masked man from the audience hits Starks from behind while the ref is not looking. And it's super funny because you watch it, 
and the dude who's standing next to Jericho is like, whoa, like he he legitimately just <laughs> like, has whoa, whoa. He has no idea that he is standing right next to Chris Jericho. I personally, <laughs> I would have loved it because I would have looked, I would have looked in the eyes and been like, oh, it's you, you piece of shit. <laughs> I I 100 percent would have been like, oh, it's it's you, you piece of garbage. That would have been not, funny. Not a fan. Not a fan of Chris Jericho. I would have. I would have looked at him and gone, "Where was your wife when the Capitol was stormed?" Ooh. And then he would have. And then he would have hit me. Oh, you can ooh me all you want. Ooh. His wife was there. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It could and be a Jericho, good. Ooh, it could be a bad. Jer- ooh. And Jericho doesn't want to talk about it because he's a scared ooh, coward. Be a man, Jericho. Why would you? I'm going to make a rap and I'm going to call it be a man, Jericho. I'm going to be just like macho man. It's not going to be about Hogan though. Um, uh, Jericho gets in the ring. Uh, we did. And, and because I know that they do the filming of, of dynamite and rampage together. Now it takes mm-hmm. out a little bit of what you see a little inside everybody. Um, so Murr and Q from impractical jokers show up saying that they've stolen Jericho's bat Floyd and that Jericho can come on their show to uh, like, like when's this is Wednesday night. And they're like, our new show airs tomorrow. So Thursday night, Jericho, you can come do what you want to get your bat back. And then we'll see you on rampage. Um, so we don't know what happens until rampage. Uh, and I didn't watch Impractical Jokers because I don't have cable. Uh, we have. Yeah, uh, you're not Roosh. missing much. No one watches Impractical Jokers anymore. I, I yeah, I. We'll get into that. So next we have Roosh versus da- uh, Brian Danielson, uh, which which once again you have two great technical performers. You got a big powerhouse like Roosh. You got a great technical performer like Danielson going back and forth, taking it out of the ring, uh, throwing people into guardrails. Uh, just going all over the place with the MJF. This is the final match that Danielson needed to win in order to make it into the Our Man uh, Iron Man match uh, with MJF at the pay per view next month, I believe, or later this month. Uh, Danielson picks up the win, which I thought was as you course, do, as you do, as you do. Um, <laughs> we get this great promo backstage from MJF, and I think. Dude, this is I'm gonna pull up as I'm telling the story. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up MJF's Twitter. Um, because MJF tells a story about how his junior year oh, of high God, school yes. about how his junior year of high school, uh he he uh was in Na- Nassau where he was growing up, and mm-hmm. he if he he had a lot of speeding tickets, and if he got one more ticket, if he got one more point, he'd lose his license. And there was this fine girl at the prom and things happened to happen and she was a little intoxicated and whatnot. And they were driving and he got into an accident and he switched spots with her. This is obviously a fake story. This is Um, obviously MJF just tugging at people to tug at people. One day ago, MJF goes, tweets out, if I get one more call from the Nassau Police Department, I swear (laughs) to God. Snitches, all of you snitches. <laughs> within an hour, within an hour of him telling the story, the Nassau Police Department 
got over 300 calls. Oh my god. Of people calling to to report to report this incident. That's freaking <laughs> hilarious. Not to mention the fact that I think MJF might have been taking a shot at WWF because he goes this girl, let's call her Liv. Of all the names you could have picked, you named one of the active female wrestlers within the WWE. Yeah. Um, whew, well, boy, I love MJF. This guy uh, is just not. He is the perfect heel. He is the he, perfect. He is heel. always on. He is never off. And I, I commend the dude. He's like Macho Man with the gimmick, with the voice. Like mm-hmm. that dude is always on. It's great. Uh, I will say, I will say, because it's a great tweet right above it. Uh, which is some skank in El Paso tried to get me to sign her breasts outside the arena. Multiple people recorded it. Still hasn't made its way to Twitter. Probably because people in El Paso don't know how to use technology. (laughs) So I love MJF. Uh, We get uh, a six-man tag. I believe it was for the the six-man tag champs. The trio's trio's champion. Yeah, I think it was for the trio's championship of Top Flight and AR Fox against the Elite. Uh, Of course, the Elite won. Uh, and then we get our main event of the acclaimed defending the AEW tag team championships against the guns. Wait, did you say the acclaimed? Scissor me, Stevie. Daddy ass. Kevin. Ah. <laughs> um, yes, that's a thing, everybody. <laughs> it's, it's what we do. Um, maybe not for much longer, though, because yeah. uh. I thought for sure we were going to get a Billy Gunn heel turn. I did too. I do not know like how long they can keep this Billy Gunn going against his children when they are doing exactly what he did when he was their age. Mm-hmm. Um, but the acclaimed or, or or the guns hit Billy with the tag belts. Yep. Hit the acclaimed with the tag belts. New tag team champions, the guns. The guns. And they... So- and you could tell they were short. I mean, they were long for time because they kept the camera rolling for so long on the guns and then back to the acclaim and then the guns. It was so long. I just, I was, I was blown away that they actually had the guns win. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens on this upcoming Dynamite uh, this yes, upcoming very. Wednesday because I'm sure they'll have something. That was the main event of uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite. Uh, getting into Rampage. Uh, it was very quick. Yeah, the back, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club starting off the show going up against Kip Sabian, uh, the Butcher, and the Blade. Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club pick up the win on a very good back and forth. Uh, we have the uh, fruition, the continuation of the Impractical Jokers uh, storyline in which Q and Murr come out to the audience and Jericho says, I'm not going to take back the bat, but my friends are. In which the Jericho Appreciation Society come out and very shittily the beat up the sports entertainers. Sports entertainers um, come out and beat up Q and Murr, putting Q on a table and then power bombing Murr through Q, breaking the table as well, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, just the whole the whole bit of it, I thought was funny. Uh, we uh, go to commercial and then come back from commercial straight at the beginning of Ruby Soho versus Marina Shafir. Uh, which was a very short match. Uh, didn't need to be long. Ruby Soho picks up the win. Um, I forgot uh, Shafir was in uh, AEW. 
Tony Storm and uh, Soraya come down to start uh, basically confronting Ruby Soho. Britt Baker comes out of nowhere. Jamie Hayter comes out of nowhere. The four girls are brawling. And Ruby Soho has no idea what to do in the ring as she clearly is still trying to figure out which side she is going to pick. Uh, we get Jungle Boy versus Ryan Nesmith uh, in which Jungle, Jungle Boy wins. Uh, and we get our main event of the AEW Mid-Atlantic Championship being defended as Orange Cassidy takes on Lee Tiger-style Moriarty. Um, I'm guessing Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy picks up. Rams. Yeah, Orange yeah. Cassidy picks up picks up the win. Um, that and that that's Rampage uh, for me. Roosh versus Danielson. Danielson once again takes match of the week. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Daniel. I'm um, not Danielson. I'm going to go MJF versus uh Takeshita. Uh, Takeshita, uh, I got you covered. Yeah, okay. yeah, da- yeah. That's my match of the week because one A one B for me. Those two match of the week that is uh that's what i got so that does it for this week in wrestling steve where can people find you on your podcast sir? oh man that's me that's the last podcast you'd want comes out uh every thursday uh gonna have lots of good shows coming on out got some good guest hosts uh new format of the show uh having a lot of fun with it so uh come check us out that's the last podcast you'd want available on every major podcasting outlet and youtube uh, you can also right. catch me well, with uh, the, we the, kind whoa, of uh, hey, lost hey. audio for you there steve but that's okay no! because um that is no! the end of the show oh you're back you're back and you can also see oh, me no, with this schlup- no it's, it's in and out it's in and out so i'm just going to close schlub. the show this schlub <laughs> Yes, yes. Back to the retro review uh, with me. And uh, that does it for this episode of Layeth the Squad Down. So for Steve, I am Kevin saying keep on wrestling, everybody.